Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, we are so glad that you decided to join us today on Rooted Deep, and Allie and I have been talking for the last few weeks about these things that we call disciplines, right? <laughs> and uh, we've already determined, Allie, that we hate that word. Right, um, yeah, we're going to try to change it, but nobody's, it's not catching on yet. So no, we'll it's not catching on, uh, but these are things that, the reason they're called disciplines is because, uh, just to review, they're things that are not necessarily easy for us to do, mm-hmm. but they're things that are vital for us to do. Right. So it's we, things that, yeah, um, it's things that we just have to go ahead and make it a point be intentional about it. I think that's what you, you know, that's your word. You want to be intentional about it. It needs to be a plan. You've talked about plans. We've talked about patterns. We've talked about, you know, commitment to whether it's a place or, you know, or a time, if it's prayer or Bible reading or whatever. And so I think it's this, today's is interesting because I wouldn't have put this in the spiritual disciplines category. Mm -hmm. And okay. So now I'm just dying to know, because we have not talked about this. So, um, I, I, tell me why you would, why you don't think about it so much as a discipline, and and then I'm gonna oh, and let's just should we tell them what we get ready to talk about? So yes, absolutely. Okay. And then they'll then they'll they'll all be like me. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I wouldn't I'll have. Put have no way to put that. That. Okay, I put connection. Okay, yeah. as we were talking about the the weeks that we were gonna cover uh, in our planning time. And we talked about Bible study. We talked about prayer. We talked about stewardship. Mm-hmm. And then this word connection um, as a discipline. And I did put it in there. Um, yes. yeah. And so I'll, I'll tell you why I put it in there. But Please. you want yes. to? And you I agree to- with you. Now that you th- now that we've talked it through, I was like, I absolutely agree with you. I just didn't use that word. It's all yeah. about Okay, well, so, and then, and then can some of you may be like, Allie, you're like, why in the world would she put the word connection in something that is considered vital to us and yet not something that is necessarily easy for us to do? And I think that's because connection is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the hardest things we do is allow someone else to hold us accountable. Right. And I think when we're going to talk about connection, we're going to talk about this concept of not just having some human connection, like, you know, I see people, uh, you know, a couple of days a week. I say hi to the cashier at Walmart. Right. But actually deeper connection with people where we give them the freedom to ask us hard questions and we allow, and we, we share with them our struggles and our weak points. And it, you know, Allie, we obviously understand that we don't have 50 people like this in our life. Right. Yeah. it's, that would be way too many. So please understand if this is like you're trying to figure out, you're still scratching your head saying, okay, what in the world's Reva talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not talking about having 50 friends and all of them, you know, are your accountability partner. Right. But what I am talking about is we ought to have a couple people mm-hmm. in our lives that know us, love us, and who ask us hard questions, yeah. who call us on our junk, mm-hmm. and who we're open with about our struggles in life. And I think that's a discipline because I don't think many people do it. It's yes. Hard. I think people think they're more connected than they really are. And, yeah. um, that's one of those things that if you, especially for me who normally tends toward the extroverted, and I think you tend to mm-hmm. be an extrovert. So you're out there, you're talking yep. to people, 
um, your ministry requires that you, you know, spend time yeah. with people, talk to people. And, and I think, and as a pastor's wife, sometimes I can flit in and flit out of the church and say hi to everybody, ask everybody how their mama is. And then everybody thinks, and I even can, can trick myself into thinking I have connection but it's in, but, but then when you, when you really dig down into it, when it's like you said, when it's accountability, when it's um, somebody who is, who is asking you those hard questions, when it's somebody who says, how are you? No, really? How are you? You know? And then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm really fine. Fine, fine, fine. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Right. You know? yeah. Or let's sit and have a coffee and talk about you, you know, and I don't want to talk about me. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of those things that I had, you have to really take stock and say, am I as connected as the Lord designed me to be in, in, in our body of believers. Yeah, because we know, I mean, right off the bat, right off in Genesis, you know, we get this, we get this quick understanding that man wasn't meant to be alone. Right. You know, and I don't think he was talking about man in the sense of just the, the male yeah. guy here, you know, but I think he was using that as a reference to mankind. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, Hey, you know, it's not good for a man to be alone. And so therefore he created him a companion, a woman. And then they, these two did life together in the garden. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so I think it's all important for us to have people in our lives that we really connect to. Um, but why don't we? Yeah. I think maybe that's a really good question to dive into a little bit is why don't we, why don't we have connections like that? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, and I think sometimes we, again, we feel like we are connected because mm -hmm. we see people, we talk to people. We comment on somebody's social media posts. We like this and, and, and it's very surface. And I think a lot of us, and I, I remember going through, you know, when I, when I do struggle through my most difficult moments, when I struggle through more of, um, when I'm going into more a mental health struggle, mm -hmm. then I all of a sudden realize, you know, I'm not as connected as I want, as I need to be, because my heart, my mind is saying, um, you need to get connected really quickly. And my heart is saying, I don't feel like it. I want to crawl into yeah. a hole. And right. so I think people have, have, have really tricked themselves into believing that they are more connected than they are. And I think this pandemic has kind of shown the surface connection as well as, you know, well, I think maybe if this pandemic's taught us anything, it's the importance of connection and yeah. and the and the scariness of isolation. I mean, yeah. we've got, you know, according to this people who do the statistics, you know, our suicide numbers are are going up in 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 since the pandemic started. Depression numbers are going up. Mm. People that are falling at struggling with mental health issues yeah. numbers are going up. Addictions are going up. Abuse is going up. I mean, all the wrong numbers are going in the wrong direction. You know, okay. and why, you know, what is that? Why is that? And could, you know, even some of the psychologists and are saying, could isolation be some of the, some of the problem here, mm -hmm. uh, in all of this. And I think absolutely a slice of the pie. Yeah. You have to look at the fact that a lot of times people have been just kind of isolated. Um, but I think when we look at in a normal world, okay, in a yeah. normal day, you know, Post and, and pandemic, no pandemic. yeah, no, no, you know, we're not, we're not kind of isolating because of some sort of, uh, disease or whatever, but I mean, under normal circumstances, what makes ice, what makes it hard to make connection? And I think, I think there's this really, uh, and I think you've hit the nail on the head. There's this really weird kind of, uh, concept with transparency, Mm -hmm. I think one of the reasons we hate connection 
Yeah. It's because it requires transparency. Right. And yet on the flip side of that coin, we fool ourselves into believing we're so transparent because we get on social media and post goofy pictures or make or make strong statements about our opinions right. on this or that or the other. And there's this feeling that, oh yeah, I'm so transparent. Um, and I'm going, you know, but when you really get a person let's talk about what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. All yeah. my word. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. No, absolutely. Um, and so I, think I think it's been easy hard. to be honest. I don't, uh, you've seen these, uh, the, the t-shirts or, or these memes or whatever, like I can't even adult today or right. I'm a hot mess today mm-hmm. and you know, messy bun don't care kind of a situation. And so are people think are people are trying to express mm-hmm. uh, and then they think, okay, I've said, I'm telling everybody I'm a hot mess and then I'm going to retreat back in. And it really takes somebody, it really takes somebody like a close friend because this happened to me a very, um, a few years ago, a really close friend of mine just started posting on Facebook memes about depression. And, and I saw a lot of people just post, you know, Hey, have a great day. Hey, have a great day. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. And I'm like, no, she needs a phone call you know, mm-hmm. and, and when I called her, you know, she's like, I can't talk right now. Okay. I'm like, okay, well, we need to talk very soon, you know? And so I called her again mm-hmm. and we set up a FaceTime because I understood that she was actually throwing something out there. And, you know, maybe I was the only one that was getting it. Hopefully I was not the only one getting it. And, yeah. uh, and she got several phone calls, but at the same time, yeah, a, you're beautiful um, and have a great day or, you know, you're a world changer, blah, blah, blah. And, but nothing else. I think that she really felt like she was trying to connect. Um, yeah. and then somebody needed to, to, to make that, make that link. And I think yeah. we're, we're, we're just, we're little, we're little, little broken chains everywhere. And somebody needs to link up and say, Hey, I've got you, you know, maybe kind of like an end of the rope type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Grab onto this carabiner or whatever, but yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that, I do think that's so true, you know, um, because when I wrote that book, I talked a whole lot about um, having people in your life uh, in different chapters that make a difference in your life. And I do think there's I do think there's some power to that. And I think it's important. I think, you know, God's called us to it. I mean, we, we search scriptures and we see words like edify one another, love one another, encourage one another. And it's a really cool study if you've never done a study on the one another's in scripture, yes. uh, because God, there's several commands on one another. And so there's this point where the body ought to be working together, not to destroy one another, not to attack one another, not mm-hmm. to come after one another, but actually to to encourage support. And, and I think it's important that in the context of the world we live in right now, it's important to say, I don't have to agree with everything you say and do Mm -hmm. in order to love you, in order to believe in you Mm -hmm. and in order to connect with you. Right. Exactly. I mean, you and I disagree on a lot of things. We do. Yeah. But I think I think when you try to make a connection, a lot of times people are automatically um, are finding out, oh, you don't agree with this. Well, then, boom, you're canceled. You don't agree with this. Boom, I can't talk to you about that. Instead of starting, okay, let's start simple. Uh, Reba and I both love pizza. Reba and I both love, you know, and then we start, we, we start with the connection points of the things that we do agree with or the things that we are excited about. And you can kind of build on that. Um, and yeah. so that's why, that's why I'm really thankful for the women in my life that I am connected with 
are, you know, all ages, young, mm-hmm. old, um, you know, it doesn't young, older, oldish, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, but we found right. connection, um, first. And I think a lot of times our, our one, our first connection was that, you know, that base of, uh, of spirituality or the base of, um, you Absolutely. Know, living the Christian life. Um, but I'm connected. I have several friends that don't have that connection, but we've connected on another level as far as, okay, we've, we've got a great friendship, you know, and we love charitable work. And so let's build off of that and, and build a friendship. Um, but I've, I've got to tell you, even though I feel like I am connected, I have a lot of women around me, a lot of strong, godly women around me. When that moment comes where mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just spiraling, whether it's stress or burnout, fatigue, or just mental sadness. Um, at that moment, I can really tell that my mind is working against me as far as saying, no, you know, this person's going to be too busy. They can't listen to your problems right now. This person doesn't, they're not going to agree with you on this point. And so my mind actually tells me and starts building barriers to those people that I'm super connected with. But in that moment, I actually find myself, I really have to push through and say, no, 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 I really need to make this connection right now, or I will continue to isolate myself. And you can, and let me just tell you something as much as, and this is something that we've, we've seen, and I've seen it in my own life. You can be isolated and still be very busy and be very, um, be very visible. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, absolutely. Some of the loneliest times in yeah. my life have been when I've been the busiest of yeah. my life. Um, because there's this, you know, there's a point where people's lives, when you're super busy, people go on with life and they don't yeah. think about you anymore or they don't mm-hmm. connect with you anymore. And so that can be a very isolated, very lonely place when you're so, so busy mm-hmm. that you don't have time to make those connections. And so that's where I want to say yeah. that even though being connected with a few individuals in your life at a deeper level, mm-hmm. okay, is, is not, it's vital. It's worth the work. It may be yeah. scary. It may be hard. Mm-hmm. It may be difficult, but it's worth the work because I think like you said, Allie, there's days the devil lies to you and says, mm-hmm. those people are too busy to talk right. to you. They're too busy to connect. They don't want to hear your story again. They don't want to, you know, uh, you know, you don't want to tell it to them again, whatever. And that's where I think if you and I, which I'm grateful that we do as friends, but if you and I kind of have a, okay, we know we're going to touch base with each other mm-hmm. yeah. sometime every week. Yeah. Uh, usually, I mean, outside of this podcast, we know we're going to do the podcast, yeah. but I mean, outside of the podcast, we're probably going to touch base with each mm-hmm. other sometime during the week. And, and I think that's important where you've got people that you really make the effort to reach yeah. out to. Yes. Yeah. Um, you make the effort to look them in the eye mm-hmm. uh, because there's times, I mean, you know, we've talked about it. You've looked me in the eye. I've looked you in the eye and we've got friends like this and we know that, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> they're not, they're not good. Yeah. They're yeah. not saying anything, but mm-hmm. they're not good. And right. so we're able to kind of, you know, I, I always think of uh, illustrations of, in sports because of my coaching background, but it's like the football official whipping the yellow flag out and throwing it on the field. Yeah. You know, there's times in our friends' lives when we just mm-hmm. need to throw a flag. Exactly. Yeah. And say, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Back you know, <laughs> what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. Where are you at? And I'm not taking, I'm okay for an answer. Mm-hmm. And we need people like that in our lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is, um, and this happened, you know, in a group, 
uh, a while back, uh, I, I was trying to figure out how I could connect with these women on a, on a level. It was, you know, it was kind of a small group situation. And I was like, okay, we're all going to start with something that we do. That's kind of embarrassing that might, you know, that, that, that maybe it's embarrassing, but I'm just gonna, you know, because I had to create kind of some vulnerability. And it was funny because I shared something. I'm like, listen, everybody, every once in a while. And, you know, and I said, here's, I, I do, I, I pee in the shower, you know, and sorry if my, if my mom's listening to me in this podcast right now, but every once in a while. I you just said that on our I really know. cool f- podcast, but go ahead. Okay. I'm so sorry. But I said this to this group of women, cause I'm like, I need to create like, here's Allie's not perfect. Allie's did, you know, Allie does, this is r- ridiculous. I can't believe you do this. And seven out of the eight women that I was meeting with also same thing and I'm, I'm only saying this right now I'm only saying this right now because I think a lot of people stop and think nobody struggles with the same thing I struggle with or nobody understands the same thing I understand and then if somebody breaks that barrier and says no listen I struggle with mental health or yeah. I struggle with with um, you know with not wanting to read my Bible, or I struggle yeah. with da 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 whatever it is, fill in the blank, and then all of a sudden people are like, okay, yeah, me too. I also struggle with that. Instead of coming to the table and saying, I've got it all together, I'm perfect. Uh, let me just hear your problems. Yeah. Then you can't connect, and nobody can connect with you. And so Absolutely. I'm really sorry I shared that 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 personal me too. secret. Me too. Mm-hmm. I know, but at the same time. <laughs> Um, it, it opened something, it opened a vulnerability and, and we were able to say, okay, the next time we come to the table, I'm going to share with you. Actually, I, I haven't prayed in 10 days, you know, and then, so you know what I'm saying? And so established a level of yeah realism. And I think, you know, I think one of the things that sometimes there's a, I'm not going to throw an age there because I don't know that I could do that, but there's a younger generation than me, um, that, that thrives on transparency. They love talking about throwing it out there. However, one of the things I've seen, and I think this is a trap sometimes we can fall into, is that we're willing to talk about it, laugh, even laugh about it, mm-hmm. or, or commiserate together on it. You know, yeah, yeah. me too, yeah. I'm like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But what do we do about it? Right, exactly. And, and so yes. I wanna push us to that mm-hmm. next level you know, you want to have people in your life that don't just, don't just laugh with you about it or don't just commiserate yeah. with they you They don't about just it. get in the pit down in there with you. No. They're there to pull you out. Absolutely. We've got to have people that are in our lives. And, and again, you don't need 40 of these because, Mm-mm. you know, um, there's nothing worse than asking 40 people to hold you accountable and them actually doing it, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but what you what you do want is look. I want to change. I want to grow. I want to be stronger. I want to be better. Um, and so there are people who speak into our lives, and then they turn around and say, "Okay, how are you doing in this area?" Mm-hmm. And I think we we all need that. Uh, you know that that was a a huge catalyst in my life as. I began to develop friendships where people began to really speak into mm-hmm. my life. And when I really began to understand this really discipleship, it's really yeah, what it exactly. is. It's friendship built mm-hmm. on this model of discipleship mm-hmm. where we pray together and we talk about spiritual things together. And, you know, I was shocked when I started talking to women for the first time about discipleship and found that so many women never had spiritual conversations with their friends. Yeah. Uh, they never prayed. I, I would ask women, do you have anyone in your life that you mm-hmm. pray with? And the answer was, I mean, it was overwhelmingly no. Yeah. 
And I ask women, like, why? Why? And they're like, yeah. well, I just don't feel comfortable praying with somebody mm, else. Yeah. Okay. And so that let me know that we've got a whole, somehow the devil's built this barrier that mm-hmm. says we can't pray together. We can't talk about spiritual right. things together. Um, we can't show so, our true selves to one another. And we can't, we can accept that somebody um, has, might need to call us on, on something or call us yeah. out. Or we can't, you know, and because you're right, it has to, it has to go further than just let's get together and, 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 and talk about something. It's got to go further than, okay, at the end of that, there should be an action step. Hey, I hear you're struggling with prayer. You know, what, what are we going to do about that? Or how can we help her less next time, this time next week, when we're just chatting, I'm going to be asking you, how is your prayer life or how, how have you improved on that? And it doesn't have to be, it really doesn't have to be a, and, and and I want everybody to understand this part. It's not a teacher-student type of relationship. Connection. Right. Good point. Good and point. and I think some people some people like that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be somebody's accountability partner. I'm gonna keep calling them out on. If you're a true <laughs> accountability partner, it goes both ways, and so it it's does. equal. It's life on life. It She's is. gonna call me out on my prayer life, but then I'm gonna call her out on whether you know, whether she's really spending time. I had a friend of mine, you know, ask me, am I spending quality time with my husband? You know, you're with your husband all the time, but are you, is it quality time? And I had to actually answer truthfully um, because she could already tell it wasn't, you know? And, and so that those type of things, and you have to be willing to, it has to be go, go, going both ways. Well, and you know, Allie, there was something you mentioned at the beginning about, uh, you know, you are a pastor's wife Mm -hmm. and, I think that uh, I remember probably about four or five years ago now, I was asked to come and speak at a conference and they asked me if I would do a breakout session with um, ministry wives. So these mm. are youth pastors, wives and pastors, wives. And, and, and there was probably about 130 women in that room that day. I'll yeah. never forget wow. this. And I was talking about some of these basic concepts of the importance of women that have, have husbands that are pastors. There's a women that are in ministry having accountability, discipleship styled friendships. Yeah. And because I think there's a big, for years, there was this big, um, almost made it taboo for anybody in ministry to have a friend. Right. Yeah. You can't have friends because then everybody else in the church will be jealous that you're closer to one person than you are another. And so therefore there was almost a, a, almost like a teaching. I don't know if it was, I don't know if they were, these guys were getting this in seminary or where they were getting it. I heard it all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. There was almost like a a thread. It was like, okay, well, we're in ministry, so we can't have friends. Right. And I'm going to tell you, I have seen a generation I do so much counseling with people in ministry and their lives have fallen apart. Mm. And, and, and when I talk to them, it's like, okay, who are your friends? Who who is a woman? Name me three women in your Mm -hmm. life that you, that you have some accountability, discipleship, friendship, closeness to. And, you know, so many times the answer is, well, no, I can't, I don't have anybody Mm -hmm. like that because I mean, I'm a pastor's wife and I'm like, we've got to get past. I don't, I mean, I can't find that. Show me that in scripture. Right. Uh, exactly. You know, uh, I, I just don't know. That There's not, here's the thing. There's not a lot in scripture. There's actually very little in scripture that talks about specifically pastors, wives, right. but there's a ton in scripture that talks about women yeah. teaching women and women, uh, you know, and that connection, there's a lot about that. So yeah, I had to go point. for that, you know? Yeah. Um, good point. 
So, I, you know, maybe there are some other women listening mm-hmm. right now. There, Maybe there's a pastor's wife listening, or maybe there's somebody in ministry listening right now, and they needed to hear this because I think it's vital. Yes. It, this is this is a discipline. Uh, it takes work to develop a friendship. It takes work to keep a friendship. And there is no question, it takes work to, to really maintain that that life on life and i love how proverbs says it iron sharpening iron you know it's this my life rubs against your life and as a result of that what is caused is we become sharper Mm -hmm. uh, because of each other and boy i really pray and hope that there's you know you've got some people like that in your life that just because you do life with them they make you sharper Right. And I think, you know, if this is, um, you know, this connection is just as important because, you know, Christ talks about all the time, Christ, well, first of all, in Genesis, not only were Adam and Eve, was it was God talking about Adam being alone and it's not good for a man to be alone, but they walked, they were, they were connected daily with their creator. And so our, if our creator craves connection, Mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then comes into the tabernacle so that he may dwell among us so that he may meet yeah. with his people, that connection, God modeled connection yeah, in did. a way and, and, and not in, in a way that, that was kind of like, Hey, here's, here's, I want to be with you. You need to be with another, with each other. And then Christ in the new Testament with, mm-hmm. with the 12 disciples, but then he had a deeper connection circle. with his with the inner circle and there were times when he was connected to 70 and there were com- times when he you know tried to do his best to connect you know and yeah. connected with you know with thousands but then there was still that there were him his moments of alone time with mm-hmm. god but then there were uh, moments of just him and the three guys um teaching and talking and and resting um and so if if he needs to if 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 god wants and needs to connect with us then how much more do, do we need to um, connect with one another um, yeah. and make it and make it deeper a deeper connection? Absolutely, and and I just think if we're going to be healthy spiritually, mm-hmm. and many times if we're going to be healthy mentally yeah. and emotionally, um, and you know, there's just something about that connection uh, with people mm-hmm. that brings joy, it brings happiness, it brings fun. Um, you know, it, it just, it, there is just something important about friendships and the Bible talks about it. You know, in fact, the Bible says that a man hath friends must show himself friendly. Mm -hmm. Uh, it talks about, there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother talking, you know, and it talks about how Jesus was our friend. Jesus told his disciples and John, man, I call you my friends because I tell you what I'm doing in my life, you know? And so there's just so many, when you do a study on friendship in scripture, Mm. you're going to find so many illustrations of quality friendships, things that build friendships. And so I want to encourage you, if you're listening today, and maybe this is kind of speaking to you in some way, maybe you're like, you know what? I don't know if I really have any quality connections. Um, Then first of all, let's talk about maybe, I think, how do, how do you do this then? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we don't want to be guilty of doing what we just talked about. And that is, right. yeah, we should. And then bye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how do, where do you start mm-hmm. building some quality connections? And, and I think one thing that's important is I just think you pray about mm-hmm. God. Lord, show me yeah. who in my life, maybe already, I already know, and I just haven't, yeah. you know, invested in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or, you know, just bring some people into my life that would be helpful and vital mm-hmm. in this area. 
Um, I believe God honors that prayer. Absolutely. And I, I, you know, I believe he brings friends into our lives. And then I think also, you know, the Bible says if you're going to have friends, you you better be a friend. Yeah. And I think one of the greatest ways to start is start investing in people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, those whether whether it's a being faithful to a small group or being faithful in, hey, you know, maybe I just want to get into a discipleship group or discipleship. Um, but, you know, praying absolutely start. It's got to start with prayer because the Lord's going to bring somebody, somebody to your mind mm-hmm. and heart that you've already maybe connected with, or you already know, and then say, okay, you know, let's, um, let's get together and just, you know, see how we're doing, you know, and then, and then, and I know this is a little bit easier, stereotypically, and generally speaking, it's a little bit easier for women than it is for men. Um, But at the same time, then the next, the next step is, all right, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's look into a discipleship or a small group um, uh, ministry or, or something that I just need to get connected over a Bible study or over, um, over a, a discussion over kids or, you know, yeah. some of that homeschool group. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, and, you know, when's the last time you invite somebody for a cup of coffee now? Mm-hmm. now okay. I, I know we're COVID. Okay. So, but I'm just to set that aside for just a minute. Let's just talk about normal life, you know, and when's the last time you, you know, you, you picked up and invited somebody over to your home for mm-hmm. dinner or, yeah. or, or, Hey, can we go have a cup of coffee together? Yeah. Uh, you know, when is the last time you reached out? Yeah. And I think there's always a fear of rejection when we reach out. And I think that's where we have to mature in our relationships yeah. to say, you know, not, you know, somebody, they may not be able to do it. And, you know, and if they, and if they don't want to invest in that friendship with me, that's okay. We move right. on. Yeah. Um, but, but I really think there are so many people right now that are craving that connection and relationship. I don't know that there's ever been a better time. Yeah. to start reaching out and, right. uh, you know, just whether it be the people you go to church with, uh, you know, or maybe somebody there in your, in your, maybe somebody from the past that you just lost connection with mm-hmm. and you want to reconnect. If you think about, I mean, obviously it's, it's interesting if you look historically, um, back in the day, um, before, I, really before the industrial revolution, when people were, you know, sitting around, um, shelling peas or quilting <laughs> together or, right. you know, um, and, and, and you, those times where, you know, things with people would just talk and, and, mm-hmm. and that connection, it does have to be more intentional these days, because when you come mm-hmm. home, you can shut yourself in your house and, and, and get on a social media post or whatever, but oh, you're absolutely. still not connecting. And yeah. so you do need to be intentional, but I think, I think Reba, you were right. Start with prayer and ask mm-hmm. the Lord to lead you into these moments where you can say, okay, now, you know, this is where I need to make a connection. Yeah. Start with prayer, then start reaching out and start yeah. being a friend. Yeah. And uh, I think God will answer your prayer as you begin to just reach out and start being a friend to others, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have to dump, you know, so, and let me just say, I mean, you ain't got a first person you meet first time you have coffee, d- dump your deepest, darkest secrets on them. That's not really what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but we are talking about just, you know, if you go to coffee and you start the discussion in a spiritual, in a spiritual direction, you know, how does that resonate? And, and do you connect over those kind of things? And yes. if you do, those are, you know, that's, that's a good, that's a good sign and a good place to start. One so, of my deepest connections, I do need to share this. One of my deepest connections came when I was new here in the Dominican Republic and 
somebody, um, a pastor was visiting and he was on a walk and he saw a, he saw a lady on a walk in a golf course community. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, and he came, he was like, Oh, you speak English. Let me, you know, and I'm, I'm visiting here. She's, she had just moved to the, to the Island. And, um, and he said, how are you doing? How are you adjusting? And she immediately started crying because wow. apparently it had been a, you know, she brought to the Dominican, her 15 month old child and her husband uh. was working a lot. And, uh, and he came and brought me her phone number and said, this is a woman, her name's Beth, um, call her, uh, she needs connection, uh, you know? And so yeah. I called her and I'm like, Hey, I'm Allie. Uh, you know, well, I was so nervous to call this person. And I said, what, you know, what, what do you, what do you need help with? I want to hang pictures in my house and my pictures. And I was like, and I showed up like in two hours with a hammer and, mm-hmm. um, and we're still friends here. We are 18 years later and mm-hmm. we're still connected, but we connected. I, I was there when our baby were, babies were born and, and yeah. babysitting the others, but it was just, okay. I, you know, I had to kind of make that connection and she had to be vulnerable and say, I just need somebody to help with you know, X, and then it, it, it it went deeper than just hanging pictures. And it was just, it, you know, and here we are 18 years later, you know, one of my closest friends um, that Mm -hmm. I've ever had um, in this, in the Dominican Republic. And that was because, you know, somebody was fine. was just like, Hey, somebody needs a connection. You know, let's do this. Absolutely. So, you know, I think this is important time for that. I do think it is a discipline, although we don't like Ali said. I absolutely agree with you. You have convinced me. Okay, well, you know, we don't really think about it sometimes, but I do think it's 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 easier and easier to not do it because yeah. I, you know, I don't want people disappointing with me, and I don't want to disappoint people, right. and so therefore, it's a whole lot easier. I disappoint a whole a lot a whole lot less people if they don't know me that well, right? You know, <laughs> and <laughs> as long as we can keep real surfacey with me, yeah. you probably you won't be too disappointed. But the better, more you get to know me, the more you'll realize I have my own. You know, my, my weaknesses, my flaws, I've got my own issues, but uh, hopefully by the time you get that far, you love me. And so you'll hang out, uh, you know, but I think everybody needs to have those, that kind of mindset. Let's just develop these relationships that are important in our lives um, and people that'll ask us the hard questions and people that will care. You know, um, if we don't show up, somebody needs to call and say, where have you been? Right. And uh, what's going on with you? And so um, I think it starts with being one of those people. Yes. Yes. So let's, if you want to know where to start, start by prayer and start by being one of Mm -hmm. those kind of friends for people and then allow them, allow God and allow the timing of the people that you meet to start letting you know who who you can go deeper with in connection and who you'll probably meet and have some lifelong friends with. So, um, more, it's been good today. I hope that you've, I hope you're connected with somebody. I really do. Um, and I hope if you're not, that you'll make it a matter of prayer and you'll just start being that kind of friend that everybody wants to have. And hopefully as you've been listening today, the Lord has been bringing to your mind, maybe certain names or certain opportunities that you can say, okay, this is, this is where I can start. So hopefully you have some tools today. Absolutely. And and if you want to get involved in some discipleship, if you're like, you know what, I really love what you're talking about, about uh, with that, um, go, go check out our website. We've got a discipleship training we do with Dare for More. It's women training women. It's exciting. It's fun. And so I would tell you, I'll throw in a little commercial here real quick. I would tell you that if you really want to invest in that, um, go on our website and go under discipleship and see how you can get involved. Because I think it's one of the most rewarding things we can ever do is we make really powerful connections about our spiritual growth. Great. So, 
All right. Well, listen, thanks for being on the podcast today. Allie and I have had a good time just talking about this. And um, Allie, I think next week we are going where angels fear to tread. Uh-oh. Because I think next week is our Mother's Day podcast. I'm excited about this, but I, you know, I've already spilled some secrets over here. And so we're going to be spilling some more tea um, okay. next week, but mom has got some family secrets. I'm sure she's excited. Yeah. To so Allie this. and I are going to have our moms. <laughs> we're, all, we're, I don't know. We, we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea what's going to happen, but for a special mother's day podcast, we are going to have our moms on here. Okay. My mom, Lois, Allie's mom, Paula, mm-hmm. and there is just no telling what is going to happen on this podcast for our special mother's day podcast edition. Right. So you do I don't know whether to say you don't want to miss it or please don't tune in. <laughs> please don't tune in. Yeah. I think half the time we're going to be like, you see that little microphone icon? Click yeah. it. Mute. Hey, do you see Mute. that? <laughs> do you see the video thingy? Click that. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to be half technology. It'll be, but it'll be fun. Um, I think both of us have a, a tremendous respect and love. Um, oh, we do. And so I'm excited to talk to them. Yeah, we are. So, man, don't miss that podcast with our moms coming up. Special Mother's Day uh, podcast uh, coming up. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Well, listen, we're going to let you go for today. But, man, get out there, make some friends, get some connections, and find that, let those roots go deep in those relationships and watch God use those things to grow you. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.